0: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Hoopsheads. Welcome to Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Wednesday, February 7th. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. What can I really say about this game? First time this season that the Warriors have lost back-to-back games, but this one just felt ugly in every way. Hopefully the wake up call that the warriors need. And we're going to talk about that in the first segment, you know, go over this game bit by bit and see what went wrong and uh you know the ways in which the Oklahoma City Thunder you know punched the warriors in the mouth. I mean cuz it was a lot of a lot of punching honestly from from 3 from Paul George, from Russell Westbrook especially. And uh, the game plan, you know, their game plan worked clearly, uh, you know, run people off the line, make sure that Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry don't get off from three, allow Kevin Durant to do what he wants to do, but just kind of funnel all of the other shots to other people it worked for them, you know, and nothing worked for the Warriors last night. And we'll get into that. We're going to do our statistical deep dive, which is going to go over the differences in statistics between the uh, basketball reference website and the NBA.com website. Some very stark differences there, especially regarding defensive, offensive ratings, pace, uh, some other things. So I'm going to look into that. And then we're just going to, end on what is going on with the Warriors what's wrong with the Warriors what's uh, if there is anything wrong with the Warriors at all and uh, how can it be fixed a bit of recency bias a bit of normalcy bias just assuming that the Warriors are going to continue to win 67 games a year because they have for the last three years it's an unsafe assumption it's not based in future fact it's it's based in in recency and normalcy and that can really lead people to be unclear about what's happening in the present, confused maybe, or just kind of clinging to an idea that doesn't exist anymore. The Warriors are not going to win 67 games this year. They're, in the e- they're equal in the loss column with the Houston Rockets right now and could lose the number one overall seed to the Rockets. If they're tied, they lose. So there's a real possibility that the Warriors will go into the season, into the playoffs as the second seed in the Western Conference and will have to go through Houston to get back to the finals. That's what's happening now. And we're going to get into all that and more. We're going to start with this game last night at Oracle. And if you look at this game, it was really the first quarter and the third quarter where the Warriors faltered the most specifically getting down by 12 points early allowing 42 points in the first quarter but then once again in the third only scoring 20 points and allowing 29 the other two quarters were a little bit more even uh, but there was no run there was no uh, push by the Warriors to make it a game and that's where you get the 20 point finish. The Warriors stars simply couldn't match what Paul George and Russell Westbrook were bringing to the table Paul George on 11 of 23 shooting, 38 points. 38 points on 23 shots is pretty fantastic. 10 of 12 from the three uh, free throw line and 6 of 11 from 3. 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 6 steals. DPOY, my DPOY, definitely. Only 3 turnovers, only. And uh, Russell Westbrook, a plus 20, 34 points on 26 shots two of five from three and big three-pointers the two three-pointers were uh, big three-pointers six of six from the line nine rebounds nine assists and four turnovers so still better than a two to one assist to turnover ratio and Paul George was a plus 21 Stephen Adams a plus 15 great game for Stephen Adams seven of nine from the field 14 big points and 10 rebounds, including three offensive, the Warriors didn't do a great job on the offensive boards trying to stop the Oklahoma City Thunder from, from getting easy baskets, second chance points, open threes, all that good stuff. And this was even after Carmelo Anthony went out, and, uh, you know, we, you never want to see that, Carmelo. Going out last night with a an ankle sort of injury or, or something, he had to get it retaped, and then was still unable to come back in. But some good minutes from Patrick Patterson and Jeremy Grant in his stead, two offensive rebounds apiece for those guys, and ten offensive rebounds allowed by the Warriors overall. And you know that's just not good. You know when you're when you're allowing second chance points, second chance three pointers. But we know the real story here because the Warriors also had uh, 11 offensive rebounds of their own. They were 37 of 77 from the field, .481. That's a pretty good game. Now what they did do was turn the ball over 25 times. And that allowed the Thunder to get 16 more shots at the basket. 44 of 93, uh, 47% from the field. And 12 of 31 from three. So we didn't do a good job of running people off the line, but that's partly because we turned the ball over and allowed second chance opportunities. And that gets open threes. And open threes, Paul George can knock down open threes. Clearly, clearly he can. And there's a number of other players on the team, on the Thunder, who took their opportunities and ran with them. Everyone for the Warriors who suited up tonight played at least six minutes, and the only pluses were Nick Young and JaVale McGee at plus two and plus one, respectively. Awful, awful. And and we'll start with the turnovers. Uh, five turnovers apiece for Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, three apiece for Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson, three for David West, who otherwise had a very good game, and two for Andre Iguodala. Some ones sprinkled around there as well and that's just not gonna get it done those turnovers directly affected stephen curry clay thompson draymond green and kevin durant's shot opportunities steph curry 14 shots how many does he average closer to 17 or 18 clay thompson 13 shots how many does he average closer to 15 or 16 draymond green four shots he's got to be putting up at least eight and kevin durant 14 shots And he was hot. He made 33 points on 14 shots. It's the turnovers. You turn the ball over five times, you lose the opportunity to get uh, get points on the board, and you're giving points away to the other team. 33 points on 14 shots. If he gets five more shots, the Warriors are in the game. If Stephen Curry gets three more shots, the Warriors are in the game. If Klay Thompson gets a couple more shots, the Warriors are in the game. Because it's not like they were playing poorly except for the turnovers. Though Steph Curry was 2 of 9 from 3, not his best game. And Kevin Durant made some big three-pointers but was only 3 of 8. Klay Thompson, 2 of 6. But they need more shots. They just simply need more shots. I thought David West played very well despite his three turnovers. He was pushy. He was he was He was gruff. And he was the big, you know, kind of, uh, I wish that other guys would play like that, especially when they're getting grabbed and pulled and tugged on the other side of the ball. You know, they need to, you know, do what David West does defensively, just like get into people, grill them. And Russell Westbrook, especially, especially, I thought, just had his way. No matter who was guarding him, he was able to get around them. Klay Thompson, I'll get around you. Patrick McCaw, you can't run with me. Like, what they need to do occasionally, maybe try to step in front, take a charge, just foul him. Maybe foul him, you know? Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, three fouls apiece. Kevin Durant, only one foul. Zaza had five. Three fouls for Kevon Looney, who played some all right minutes. Somebody asked me on Twitter, why isn't JaVale McGee getting the minutes and why is Zaza getting the minutes? Zaza only played 13 minutes last night. Kevon Looney played 14 and JaVale played 6. So David West's return is a big part of that. And Steve Kerr apparently liked the Kevon Looney-Steven Adams matchup better than the JaVale McGee-Steven Adams matchup. But clearly it didn't work out that well. But David West was really the only person who seemed to be able to lock down Russell Westbrook. And it was on one, uh, I believe in the fourth quarter, just... One possession where David West, you know, slapped his hands together, opened them up, and he was guarding uh, Westbrook at the three point line. Westbrook passed it away. He said, I don't want to deal with this. But against Looney, against McCaw, against Iguodala, against Curry, against Clay Thompson, Westbrook had his way. So there's just a lack of intensity there. And maybe it was a mistake to switch every possession anyway, and uh, maybe just like single out, like say Clay, don't let Westbrook do anything, get through the screens. If you have to switch, switch back as quickly as possible. Uh, but you know Clay was slow moving his feet, so maybe Clay wasn't the guy to do that. Maybe it's Andre or whomever. But switching didn't really work. There were a lot of times he was on Looney, um, and just took it to task, took Looney to task. And that just didn't work. And you saw on the other end, whenever they would switch uh, Curry uh, with a screen onto a a bigger defender for the Thunder, Westbrook would run back and say, nah, this is my man. I got him. The game plan worked. Uh, Draymond played some great defense on many and showed why he's still the team's best defensive players on many different possessions. But it wasn't enough. Now we have to take a break for our sponsors. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive-thru for your own steamy carton of crispy, golden goodness. ba ba support for this podcast comes from cdw and lenovo at cdw we get putting productivity within reach of remote employees that's why i'm wfc working from couch and moving everything within arm's length like the microwave Lunchtime. You should talk to the experts at CDW. They can orchestrate a more efficient workspace solution using light, powerful devices from Lenovo to keep your teams productive from anywhere. Couch included. Yeah, but do they have grabber claws? IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Learn more at cdw.com slash Lenovo client. And we're back in the subject of our statistical deep dive today is the difference in metrics between Basketball reference and NBA.com statistics, especially as it, as it relates to defensive and offensive rating, specifically in regards to the Golden State Warriors. Of course, right now on NBA.com, stats.nba.com, the Warriors are a healthy 6th in defensive rating, at a hovering around a 104, but on basketball reference, they're 11th and hovering around 107, which is much worse. And... That, I've been using basketball reference, which is why I've been kind of obsessing over how bad the Warriors have been playing, but obviously their defense doesn't pass the eye test either. But I'm going to make a definitive decision today on which metrics, set of metrics I'm going to use, and I'm going to try to explain why. So I've been scouring Reddit to try to explain the difference and to understand why there is just a wide variation in basketball reference's stats and it seems to it seems to be that basketball reference is an estimation of defensive rating whereas nba.com does a straight up play by play like defensive rating breakdown using cameras and the like and so for example Um, And uh, uh, Basketball Reference's defensive rating is based on individual play, whereas NBA.com's rating system is based on team play um, in a very specific way. So, for example, Redditor jmgill12 says... By Basketball Reference's definition or estimation of defensive rating, Andre Drummond's rating of 99.3 is the best in the league among qualified players. This was eight days ago. According to the precise stats at stats.nba.com, Drummond's defensive rating of 107.9 is tied for 228th of 311 qualified players and tied for third worst on the Pistons. The Pistons are almost 8.5 points per 100 possessions better on defense when Andre sits versus when he plays. Everybody should know Basketball Reference uses an individual estimate of offense and defense ratings. These were groundbreaking when they were first unveiled but are now obsolete due to the investment the NBA has made into tracking software. So this guy is trying to convince us to use NBA.com's numbers on offensive, defensive, and net ratings. And, you know, it makes a little bit of sense but Redditor Soap on a Rope has a reply. Basketball references player offensive rating and defensive rating isn't the same as the team's offensive rating and defensive rating. It's their attempt at assigning a single number to what a player actually does when on the floor every 100 possessions. It does a decent job, obviously isn't perfect, but it 100% is for individual players because it isn't the offensive rating and defensive rating you're, te- you're thinking of, a team's points made up or given per 100 possessions soap on a rope continues if drummond plays perfect defense but a perimeter guy allows a direct drive at the basket and doesn't recover leaving drummond as the closest defender the field goal attempt and potential made field goal are blamed on drummond via the camera system since he's the closest player to the shot attempt it also puts no blame on the guy who actually played the shitty perimeter defense it's totally wrong in this situation they simply assign the nearest defender as the responsible party there is nothing else done to adjust for situations like the above the camera system is just not intelligent all it's really good for in this case is to see who's in position to make plays more often and who isn't chances are guys who are normally in position to make plays are doing their job to a T. just a quick note there's some construction going outside you'll have to excuse the noise but back to the difference between the nba stats and basketball reference stats i think what i'm going to do is use basketball reference for individual defensive rating in the future and offensive rating but use nba.com stats uh, as a whole for team defensive rating and so that puts the Warriors at sixth but it's still they're not like I said they're not passing the eye test so it doesn't really matter. Fantasy sports fans listen up. Did you know that your chances of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites? That's why draft is my favorite fantasy site. No more getting crushed by the pros and it's not just me. More than a million people have already downloaded draft 2. Play in a real live NBA draft right now, be done in under five minutes, and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second, so you can join one whenever you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use my promo code LOWARRIORS. That's right. Play in a real money draft for free just by using my promo code LOWARRIORS, but it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering Locked On Warriors podcast listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with promo code LOWARRIORS. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. (laughs) I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. Alright, so we've established that the Warriors maybe aren't as bad defensively as we think they are, though on an individual basis they've been playing absolutely atrocious defense. And what what is it gonna look like for the future? You know, because the Rockets are now tied with the Warriors in the lost column. The Warriors are still first in the league and in the Western Conference at 41 and 13. The Rockets are 39 and 13. They're right there and they're ahead of the Warriors in offensive rating. And right there in defensive rating in the top 10. But you also have to be concern, concerned with other good teams, the Spurs, the Wolves, the Thunder, particularly the Thunder, who have shown they can beat the Wonder, uh, the the Warriors. One of two teams to beat the Warriors twice this season, the Thunder and the Nuggets, that doesn't happen anymore. Once a, w- once again, uh, recency bias, definitely the Warriors are not playing as well as they did the last few seasons. But it could be, you know, you go to the playoffs every year, you go to the finals every year, you have to play the World Championships and the Olympics. If you're guys like Steph Curry and And Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, you're going deep into the playoffs every year. And maybe you want to roll it back a little bit. You could tell that Kevin Durant had something he wanted to play for in this game. But the rest of the team didn't really back him up. And I, you know, there's no qualms, you know, if the Thunder outplay the Warriors, which they did last night, I fully think they can win. If the Rockets outplay the Warriors, which they've done two out of three times this season, I think they can win in the seven-game series. And that's the thing. Which Warriors are... Team, are we going to see? Are we going to see the Warriors team that locks down on defense and that fuels their offense and they're just a nuclear weapon offensively with three guys who are near 50, 40, 90, or is it the team that turns the ball over 25 times and you know has a porous defense that allows you know really really easy baskets going in the opposite direction, baskets in transition, second chance points, uh, three pointers and open three-pointers and you know if that's the team that's going to be playing going forward they're going to win fewer games and they might lose that number one seed opportunity and then they're going to have to go through a team like the Rockets uh you know when the Rockets have home court to get back to the finals and you know I could even see them you know having a little bit of a struggle with a team like the Thunder though if they fall to the two seed then it would be the Rockets and. Potentially the Thunder in the second round and the Warriors would face the Spurs, which, you know, Kawhi Leonard might be back by that time. So you never really know. It's just basically what I'm saying is the Warriors have to play better to guarantee that they will win another championship. It's very simple. Now, before we end this podcast, I do want to mention a few bits of news and notes. Obviously, the trade deadline is coming up. I want to keep I'm going to keep you posted on all of the trade rumors and moves before the deadline tomorrow also we've got some sad news out of new york chris stapps poor tore his acl yesterday the knicks were not going to make the playoffs this year but that's just sad news for the fans out there because chris stapps you know brings them hope And, uh, you know, I wish him a speedy recovery, and I hope that he can come back the same player or better. Now, for his injury replacement in the All-Star Game, you got to look at Ben Simmons. I think that's the last player on that list of players who may have felt like they got snubbed, but potentially also C.J. McCollum. But my vote is for Ben Simmons, who's been just impressive as a rookie and averaging near a triple-double. Some more news and notes about the Warriors, Kevin Durant has a left hand contusion and is questionable to play tomorrow versus Dallas. Not sure where the injury came from, but we're hoping that he recovers sooner rather than later. The Warriors will need him. In other news, Patrick McCaw has requested to go to the Warriors G League affiliate, the Santa Cruz Warriors, and we're hoping that it allows him to get a little bit more confidence to play and dominate and hone his skill set. Draymond was ejected uh, in the game after a second technical. That gives him 13 on the season. That's Three away from a mandatory suspension so he's got about 30 games a little bit less than that to only accumulate two more technical fouls and at the rate he's picking them up a lot of the times this is the ninth ejection of the season for the Warriors it's way more than any other team and at the rate he's picking them up it's not sure that he'll actually make it you know we'll see Green had to get some dental work work done after he was hit in the mouth last night he is probable David West and John Livingston, also probable. So it should be a fun game. You should definitely tune in tomorrow. I'll be previewing that game. I'll be talking all things trade deadline and his throwback Thursday. So definitely check in. You can get this podcast on iTunes, on Google Play, on iOS, on... All of the other platforms, Spotify, everything you can imagine. You can get my media at Forbes.com. I've also been featured on BleacherReport.com. Definitely get in touch with me at Kojitare, K O G I T A R E, on Twitter or at Locked On Dubs. I tweet from both accounts. You can also get at me via email at carter 11 at gmail.com. That is my show for today. Tune in tomorrow and stay thoughtful, Hoops Heads.